So, yeah, sorry. My internet's been just like super slow and it's been painful. They've been promising us fiber in my house for years and they're finally going to put it in, I think. What kind of um, like work do they have to do? To, are they like digging holes or do they like run it above ground? Are they tearing up the street and stuff like that? I think they don't have to dig anymore. I think they're just upgrading the, the existing cable and they have access to that through the sewers. I don't know how cities work. I don't know. But all I know is that I will have some fiber finally. Oh, that's great. Well, you know, we're going to have lots of fiber today because we're talking about cornbread. <laughs> we're talking about what? This is Paul. And this is Nick. And this is Cereal. We are talking about one of my favorite cereals. It's a Quaker corn bran. It originally started Quaker corn bran, then was crunchy corn bran, and now they call it corn bran crunch. I have literally never heard of this before. What are you talking about? So this is a Quaker cereal. Uh, It came out in 1980, and it looks like little brown pillows. Oh, like puffins? Like puffins, exactly. Oh, why didn't you just say puffins? Puffins. I know about puffins. (laughs) Because it's not Puffins. It's it's Quaker Crunchy Corn Bran. So it was released in 1980, and it's a lightly sweetened, toasted, high-fiber corn cereal. So it's all corn and oat-based. The whole big deal about this cereal was it was the first bran cereal to be made from something that wasn't wheat. Oh, So bran was like a big deal in the 80s. I kind of feel like, you know, if you if you think about like 80s diets, like wasn't there a big thing about cottage cheese in the 80s? Yeah, There's like yeah, yeah. there a big thing about like brand cuz that's like when the what is that one that looks like twigs? Is that all brand? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is a product of the 80s, and I guess that's what people were stuck with was like brand flakes, all brand. Mm. Um so this cr- crunchy corn brand that came out was a very good, I guess, substitute for wheat bran. Um, it's lightly sweetened. It's still made with real sugar. It doesn't have a lot of sugar in it. And I actually grew up eating this. Like, I can remember vividly the yellow box, the Quaker on the top. It's a good cereal, Nick. It's A lot of websites seem to compare it to, like, a Captain Crunch type, but, I mean, that is a very generous comparison. I guess it's, like, a healthier Captain Crunch or an adult Captain Crunch? But minus the crunch berries, which is what makes Captain Crunch, like, edible. Minus the sugar, minus the butter, all that stuff. Yeah. It's sort of like when you um, have to switch over from, you know, white bread to 100% whole wheat natural bread, and you've never had it before. You're like, oh, it's kind of the same. It's just, this is bread, right? And you're like, no, I was eating Wonder Bread, and now I'm eating corrugated cardboard. (laughs) The original mascot for corn bran... Was a scarecrow. See, this is their problem. What they needed to do is put uh, a North Atlantic uh, bird on there and everything would have been much better. (laughs) So there are videos online where you can see the old commercial and it's like, it's, dude, it's so bad. Milk, bowl, cereal, scarecrow. Scarecrow? Hi, how about some new Quaker cornbread? It's like, um, it's sort of like 
the uh, high school production of the Wizard of Oz type mm. scarecrow. Oh boy! So the whole concept was like. He was a scarecrow in a cornfield, and he was talking about why they don't make brand cereal out of corn. And then he, like, pops in. It's so bad. It's so bad. He just pops in. He's like, hey, here's some. <laughs> Wake up, Bobby. Breakfast time. Scarecrow. With Quaker cornbread. I must be three. Nope. Wait, so you're telling me that, like, there's a like a group of children. They're all talking about cereal. And then all of a sudden, this frightening scarecrow just pops in. And it's just like, hey, guys, you should eat some of my cereal. <laughs> and then he rips his face off and Batman's hallucinating. <laughs> children are shrieking. Children of the crunchy corn brand? Oh, boy. No. no we'll take, we'll take like that one out. Yeah, I don't like that one. Okay. No, so like the scarecrow pops in. The one I saw, the scarecrow pops in through a window and he's like, <laughs> and there's like a kid in bed. He like wakes him up with a little cereal on a tray. I wouldn't kid a kid. No kidding. Would I kid a kid? It's so terrible. It's oh. it's great. Well, um, see, when you say that, I picture it being like the Kool-Aid man, like just like busting through the window. <laughs> Hey kids, you should eat the cereal. <laughs> no, this kid sleeps with his window open, and he's like adjacent to a cornfield, oh, and his bed's right then. under the window. Yeah, that's on the kid then. That's that's the kid's fault. <laughs> it's like, dude, what do you expect? Scarecrow men are definitely gonna crawl through that window. <laughs> definitely, you guys. They are definitely gonna crawl through that window. You gotta close and lock it if you're gonna sleep by by a cornfield. If you're gonna sleep by a cornfield, you gotta lock those windows. Unless the cornfield scarecrow is gonna try to shove cereal down your throat when you wake up. That's just gonna happen. How does the scarecrow get himself off of that pole that he's on? Well, obviously, scarecrow magic. Oh, God, I didn't even think of scarecrow magic. Scarecrow I was thinking magic. of like some kind of complex pulley and rope system. Scarecrow. Man, think about the person that first invented scarecrows. Insert macro joke here, because I, I was about to go on a thing <laughs> that was actually part of another podcast. So I'm not, I'm not going to talk about that. How often do you think about the word or the name scarecrow? Not like, often. What does that do? It literally scares crows. It, yeah, that was a lot of really unoriginal marketing for a scarecrow. <laughs> Just like, what does it do? Scares crows. What's that do? It's a toaster. It toasts. It toasts things. So it's a toaster. It's like the same guy named name those things. Um, the cereal, unfortunately, is not. Even though it's like super healthy, high fiber, all that good stuff, it is not gluten free. Yeah, it it so it suffers from sort of the same predicament Cheerios used to uh, deal with for a long time. So remember how Cheerios like recently they're just announcing that. They're now gluten-free, and it's all sort of due to the storage and the manufacture of the cereal that it comes in contact with stuff. But before we pop over to the gluten-free counterpart, I was doing some reading, and there is an incredible comment about this cereal. So this guy's name, his name is Napalm Zygote. (laughs) I had to look up both words. (laughs) Okay. And he says, loved it times a million. Great when soggy. Just wow. a fantastic culinary experience on a crisp autumn morning when okay. all things seemed possible. <laughs> all right. Wait, decades before I was trapped in this horrible, soul-sucking career. God, I loved you, Cornbran. <laughs> what? <laughs> I love everything One. about this comment. One, that is not something you expect from a guy named Napalm Zygotes. <laughs> Dude, it sounds like he got laid just like right before he had that cereal. 
Yes. Or he had that cereal that was the day before dad left the family <laughs> on, the, on a cold winter morning. Decades before I was trapped in this horrible soul-sucking career. If only I had something to live for and now I found it. The thing that I live for now is this slightly sweetened cardboard. Uh, I want to know what this guy does that the memory of Crunchy Corn Brand is all that's keeping him hanging on. Like that's all, all he's going. got. That's all it's he's all got. Not the uh, fact that he could eat it today. The fact that he remembers how good it was back in the day when all things were right. It's kind of like a Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> like how great summer. Was it summer was the first scene? Like how great yeah, summer, summer is. <laughs> and then it slowly starts going downhill and they're like, oh man, can't we just go back to summer? I was Remember stealing my we mom's high TV. all the time and eating crunchy cornbread. It was great. It was great times. <laughs> now I don't have an arm. <laughs> we would sell mom's TV. She would just buy it right back and we'd sell it again. It was it was the best eat, job we ever had. And we eat all the crunchy cornbread that we could have with it. I would like to see a Reckon for a Dream redone with crunchy cornbread. That'd be oh, great. Like a cereal based Requiem for a Dream? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that'd be great. It could be requiem for a cream of wheat. Oh, and then they inject just... the cream of wheat directly because it's liquid. They direct it. Ugh, never mind. <laughs> it writes itself. It writes itself. I mean, people, come on. I got to watch another Jurassic Park movie, but we can't do a serial movie? Come on. Adam Sandler literally did a movie about a remote control. <laughs> Uh, it looks uh, like they had recipes too, so you can like the, you could use the corn brand to break up and make a crust with. Mm, um, and then this, there's these. The comments were great about this. I loved corn brand cereal. Sometimes it would my stomach cramp up, but man, oh man, did it taste good! <laughs> Look, people, we're gonna. There's a lot of high fiber, high brand cereals out there, and you guys are just gonna have to get on board mm -hmm. with the fact that it makes you go. Yeah, it made, my, it made my stomach cramp up, but I'm going to keep eating it. Because, <laughs> but I love it. Because <laughs> I feel clean. I feel clean right now. That's why. So if we're going to talk gluten-free Quaker Crunchy Corn Brand. Which, by um, the way, if uh, the I feel like the, the only reason why I've never heard of this hero because I live in California. And if it's not gluten-free, then why bother? But it's been around, Nick. I no. ate it as a kid and I'm, I'm like back around – on the on eating it again, I'll be at the store and I'm like, it's and it's it's I wanna say it's a top shelfer. It's like way up there. It's like front row at the movies height. Really? So you you have to be looking for it. I mean they're not they're not but this is not at eye level. They're they're not moving boxes of this stuff around, but it's pretty well, good. That's it, the, it's solid. That's the thing, is like, you know, those top shelf cereals, I mean, other than being having the connotation of being top shelf. Anything that's on the top shelf should come with a, a hat and a monocle. Exactly. But, yes, uh, crunchy corn bran. Yeah. <laughs> but man, like there's some top shelf cereals that I dig. Like totals on the top shelf. Total raisin brand's great. Mm -hmm. uh, basic four, awesome, and that's on the top shelf almost all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, Post Honeyos is way up there. Yeah, sure is. Yeah, but then you know you get you get your the the other disgusting cereals are up there too. Like your all brands are up there. Your grape yep. nuts are up there. Everything that comes in the really short box. You ever notice yeah. that? That's true. It's, it's like, do you guys true. make a 22-ounce all-brand? It's like, are you out of your mind, pal? 
No. <laughs> that's, that's death. You would just be you'd just be crapping internal organs into the toilet every time. Like that's that's too much fiber for everybody. When we talk about gluten free crunchy corn bran, we switch gears. We head over to puffins. And puffins. now Nick, now we're in Nick's uh, neck of the woods over yeah. here. I love puffins. Puffins are great. I like puffins, plain puffins, for the same reason that I like tofu and oatmeal. And that's because you just, it's so plain and so kind of bland that it just takes on the flavor of anything else that you put around it. And and you just put good stuff around it and it's delicious. I mean, I'm all for it. Puffins, crunchy cornbread, they're good. I mean, they have a slight Mm -hmm. flavor of their own, but you're right. It sort of like absorbs the non-vanilla milk that I drink, I don't like mm-hmm. vanilla flavored milk. Yeah, that's gross. Uh, are, you drinking, are you drinking plain soy milk? Yeah, yeah, unsweetened soy milk. <laughs> okay. Well, I just want to—I just want to say um, the flavor you eat of cereal—it's original. I'm air quoting. Mm, can't yeah. say plain bro that's got negative connotation oh right yeah it's original it's classic you <laughs> puffins classic it's puffins classic that's what it is jack donaghy pioneered puffins classic actually <laughs> i think so i think that's right um do you notice that they don't call them plain m&ms anymore either they don't they're called milk chocolate m&ms they're all milk chocolate m&ms well, let's just get something straight here, M&M's. Those are plain. <laughs> like, that's as yeah. plain as it gets, man. Yeah, yeah they're plain. They're, they don't have anything in them. Everything, Every other flavor has something inside of it. Mm-hmm. Those, these are the ones that have nothing inside of it. They are plain. They have nothing in there. Yep, they're not called they, plain anymore. They're called milk chocolate, and they got rid of the diarrhea brown one. Oh, that, I, knew that, I did know that part. But <sighs> they're, Paul, they're all milk chocolate. I know. They are. And, they and they're so plain, bro. You can't get – I mean the only th- way you get plainer than plain M&Ms is Hershey's Kisses. Yeah. And even those sometimes have stuff in them. Yeah. I'm like P- uh, plain M&M you, – if you weren't an M&M, you would just be plain chocolate. So yeah. be grateful for what you got, okay? You're 5'9". You're slightly above average. Take it or leave it. <laughs> the plain – like there's nothing wrong being plain. Plain M&Ms are perfectly enjoyable. In fact, mm-hmm. I feel like that plain M&Ms are great because you could just eat them by the handful and like be unobstructed in, in your eating and your consuming of the M&Ms. So you have a whole handful. You pop out in your mouth like three at a time. It's perfect. It's great. Mm-hmm. You, ha- you have them some kind of melt a little bit in your hand and you just kind of lick the candy for the coating off of your fingers. Oh, it's so good. Well, the plain M&M is definitely the cooler one in the commercials. Oh, for sure. John Lovitz? Yeah. I guess he's not John Lovitz anymore, but yeah. Oh yeah, it's um, it's Billy West, the voice of everything animated. Yeah, that's right. So we talk about puffins. It's actually manufactured by a company called Barbara's. Oh yeah, yes, that's. Cool. Um, it was founded in 1971 by Barbara Jaffe. Oh boy, here comes the Barbara's, <laughs> the lawyers. Barbara Jaffe uh, in Northern California. It was an, and it was originally a bakery, so she had started making like breads and things like that, and. Uh, it sort of turned into cereals, and and like every uh, everything else um, in this world, they were bought out by a larger company. In 1986, they were bought by Weetabix. That's a larger company. Do you know Weet? Yeah, you know Weetabix. I I do not. It's a British cereal company. Um, and when I was living overseas, I had Weetabix, dude. Okay, so imagine this. It is a 
very high wheat content cereal. And it's like in a oval-shaped biscuit. It looks like an uncrumbled granola bar. I'm sorry, like uncrumbled granola. So if you take like granola, but you never broke it. So it's like take the shredded, the original huge shredded wheat concept, but it's coarse, coarse wheat. And you like put it in a bowl and then you, I guess you put milk and you smash it. I mean, talk about some serious afternoon cramps, dude. What? Why? That's, that seems horrible. That seems like a horrible existence to have to go through. Weedabix has been around for like forever. We definitely need to have a conversation about that one. I think we'll both have to eat it though. And then oh. in three days, we'll talk about it. <laughs> Paul, I have stopped pooping. I have stopped pooping. We need like a three day weekend for worse a weekend. I'm not going to be able to come in, guys. No, no, no. I'm prepping no, no. for a Weedabix discussion. I'm, I'm doing a symposium on Weedabix. And uh, I kind of can't leave. I don't want to. I don't want to leave my comfort area. No, no, yeah. Sorry, I can't come in today, guys. I'm uh, I'm pooping everywhere. I'm I'm pooping everywhere, and I can't stop it. It it just it won't stop. I don't even know where this poop is coming from. This is poop that I haven't pooped in like 20 years. This is poop that's been just like hanging out in the dark corners of my 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 regions for for years, and it's now coming out, and I I can't stop it. So unless you want me to poop. All over your desk. I, I have to stay home today. Thanks, Weedabix, for the day off. Weedabix, your new three-day weekend. <laughs> this, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Weedabix. Weedabix, pooping everywhere, but you get that extra day off. I think it's safe to say that we uh, we hit our poop quota for the for the show. <laughs> yeah, uh, sorry if you tuned into the podcast and didn't think that we'd go uh, blue. I think we went brown actually. <laughs> oh, and the pun on top of it. Oh boy. Okay, so uh, when we talk about puffins, Barbara's released puffins in 1995. No, that's not that long ago. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. Cool. I mean, I feel like they are older, but I mean, I wasn't aware of puffins. Really, until I think I was more as an adult, I, it was either the Crunchy Corn brand or the Weetabix. So they have uh, they have a number of flavors. Uh, they're all non-GMO, which is pretty sweet. Oh, that's nice. That's what the, that's what the kids are looking for. And uh, none of them have high fructose corn syrup. Uh, they have original flavor, which we all agree is wonderful and delicious. Um, they have a peanut butter flavor. I've had the peanut butter. It's very good. What's your scale of peanut butterness? Uh, it's not quite Captain Crunch, but it is more than I would say peanut butter Cheerios. That sounds like that. That sounds like a peanut butter sweet spot right there. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty close to to the sweet spot. They've got cinnamon puffins. Also delicious. What type of cinnamon cinnamosity are we talking? I mean, here's the thing. Like, I mean, what are our cinnamon cereals? Or uh, like, it's not like apple cinnamon you know, Cheerios. It's not like cinnamon toast crunch. It's uh, but you know, it, it does it does enough to at least flavor the milk cinnamon, which is uh, pretty solid, I think. Is it like a texture? So you, it's got like a powder on it, sort of like your cinnamon toast crunch, or is it more like your cinnamon life, where it's kind of like baked into the cereal, so you can't really see or or feel the texture? So is it like part of baked in flavor? Yeah, it's baked in. It's not like it doesn't have the cinnamon swirls in it. It's a, it's okay. not like a, it's not like Wendell the baker made it or anything. It's, uh, it's definitely <laughs> baked in. But yeah, it's still get out of here, you stupid bird. <laughs> That's what Wendell says. He's an yeah. angry. He's an angry little man. 
He is an angry, a very angry little man. He should not be around, around the kids as much as he is. I think that's why they've sort of pushed him into the back. It's sort of like when the, uh, <laughs> like the uh, the owner of the law firm starts getting too old, and he's <laughs> just like telling off clients. They're like, "Oh well, we can't do anything about it. Let's, let's tuck him into the basement, maybe, and uh, we'll move his whole office to, like another floor." And it was like, "No, you've always been on 13. <laughs> that's Wendell. Wendell's like, "This doesn't look like the Cinnamon Toast Crunch Bakery." They they have a multi-grain puffins. I've not had that, and that's a gluten-free variety. Mm. They have peanut butter and chocolate puffins. Oh, a a little bit of Reese's up in there. I like that. Have you had that one? I've not had that one, but that sounds great. They make a honey rice. I had no idea there's this many kinds of puffins. Honey rice? Yeah, their their bench is pretty deep for a sort of, you know, somewhat of an independent-y type brand. And they're like, I mean, they've got a bunch of different cereals, but Puffins is definitely, I think, like one of their more mainstream ones. They've got they've got a quite a quite a selection. The honey rice is gluten-free. Mm. Now, what's interesting is when I look at all of these, it's sort of like it's it's I want to say they're doing like a uh earthy, crunchy malto meal kind of play. You know, their original is is crunchy corn bran. Peanut butter's kind of like a peanut butter crunch. Mm-hmm. Cinnamon's kind of like a life slash cinnamon checks. Multigrain is kind of like a Cheerio. Peanut butter chocolate is Reese's Puffs. Honey rice is like a honey nut checks. These guys know what they're doing, but they're they're being a lot. They're it's like multiple meals, like the desperate guy at the bar. Buffett's is just playing it cool. Yeah, they're just playing it cool, man. They're just kind of chilling. They're like, you know what? If you if you're ready to come for a healthy, delicious snack that kind of tastes like the other cereals, you know, you'll you'll come see me. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna beg. I'm not gonna beg. I'm not gonna do some. I'm not gonna do gimmicks. I'm not gonna put myself in a bag and give you three times more than you could possibly eat before the expiration date. I'm up here. I'm the same size, but guess what? I cost a little more. <laughs> I'm owned by a British company. What are you going to do about it? Why don't you try that, that cereal in a bag down there? See what you think about that. And then it, when, you, when you're disgusted by it after a while, you come see me. <laughs> and then lastly, oh, this is just genius. Pumpkin puffins, dude. Oh, ah, uh, yeah. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. They definitely know their market. I feel like we've talked about this, whether it's on the show or not, a number of times. There are, I feel like cereal is missing the boat on the pumpkin and the pumpkin spice bandwagon. I mean, a week before Halloween, you're going to start seeing your Christmas cereals showing up in the grocery store. I remember I bought Christmas Crunch like right after Halloween. Yeah, and the guy's like, "We got the Christmas cereal out already," and I'm like, "Heck yeah, it tastes different, man." <laughs> and the only thing I've seen pumpkin spice related outside of these pumpkin puffins is on cinnamon checks during the fall season. They will put a pumpkin spice seasoning packet for you to make pumpkin spice checks mix. That sounds suspicious. That's so weird that they, they that you can put the seasoning on there, but they don't actually put it into the mixture into the into the process. Yeah, it's like, that's it, guys? I mean, checks. you have so many varieties. Cheerios, you have so many varieties. You can't figure out how to put it through like that. A Cheerios, I could see it. They run it through like that Krispy Kreme icing machine, and it's just got a pumpkin spice bath. Come on, just coat it with a pumpkin spice orange yeah. dye. It's over with. You make a limited edition boxes, and you're good to go. Breaking news, this just in, about a month ago, Cheerios is going to release their own pumpkin spice Cheerios this October. 
And Paul will never let us live it down that he was like some kind of serial Nostradamus. Is it because they've listened into our podcast? I, who could say? Probably, though. Don't trust your government, kids. We now return you to the Paul's rant that was already in progress. Checks. Pumpkin spice. It's just your cinnamon checks with some pumpkin wheat checks. I don't know. <laughs> Come on, guys. Why do I have to think of all this? I'm here. I'm a consumer asking for a product. Yeah, I I don't know, man. That is weird. Maybe the pumpkin board just like, you know, they... They want to come up with those products for, for those people. And they, they come to them every year. like, listen, fall's coming up. You got, you got to have your pumpkin spice cereals. What are you doing? Okay, let's make a deal here. And General Mills just box. They're just like, nah, man, I don't have time for that. Why don't you go find Starbucks? Starbucks can put that in the production line. I don't have time for that. I got, I, I, you know what I have? I have like 30 different flavors of Cheerios to keep track of. Go find somebody else. I get too much. Who, who's on the pumpkin board? Uh, Jack Skellington. Oh, God, that is good. That is good. Chairman Emeritus is like Jimmy Carter. They let him hang out sometimes because, you know, pumpkin and peanut, they, they got to be opposite seasons. Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. Jack Skellington. Headless Horseman. Headless Horseman. Oh, yeah. He's on the board for sure. Um, but also Ichabod Crane. And that's sort of the checks and balances right there. Uh-huh. Uh, Linus from Peanuts is also on there. Yes. And uh, oh, uh, Billy Corgan from Smashing Pumpkins. He's on. He's on. Yes. The nice. Billy Corgan's on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also a twenty-three-year-old uh, blonde girl who wears mirrored aviators named Skylar. Yeah. She's on the pumpkin board. And uh, <laughs> and uh, the uh, the actual Starbucks logo. <laughs> Like, look, Starbuck lady, could you put your fins down, please? We're in a meeting. I think that's a solid board right there. Yeah, they can get a lot of things done. They can get a lot. They can push a lot of paper for sure. You know, they need to get someone from the uh, the grain lobby to help them push their pumpkin agenda mm-hmm. on the cereal industry. They really need a little assistance there. Well, here's the problem. There's only one person in the grain lobby. It's that scarecrow. He's the only one, and nobody wants him around because he keeps busting into people's houses trying to choke children with a cereal. That's right. That's I problem. feel like a, a lot of these different boards, it's basically the cast of uh, The Wizard of Oz at the end of the day. <laughs> it really is. The Tin Man is like on the automotive board. <laughs> he's, part of big auto, he's part of big automotive, man. Yeah. The big three is, is head by the Tin Man. Yeah. <laughs> The movie studios are clearly run by the Cowardly Lion, who is great-great-great-grandfather uh, is the MGM Lion. <laughs> oh, so on top of the cereal, so they have like this stupid, I didn't even remember it. I'm sorry. Sorry, Barbers. It's not stupid. But they have like this sort of silly story about why they're called Puffins. Oh, it's now, on the back of the box, isn't it? Like all. Yeah. Logic would say it's because the cereal is Puff-E or puffed so puffins but i guess it's because someone who worked at barbara's went on a trip right and like they saw puffins and they loved it and they brought it back and their love for puffins i i've really bastardized that story but um what's interesting what's kind of cool about it is now they actually do stuff to support and help puffins in their habitat so that's kind of neat yeah yeah you don't cool. see a lot of that kind of stuff from from your cereal companies. 
No, not really. And that's, yeah, it's, it's great that, I mean, that's kind of the mission of that entire line is that they help the yeah, puffin sanctuaries and stuff like that, which is great. And, you know, it's, if you're deciding between cereals, if you're deciding between, you know, crunchy corn bran or whatever it's called uh, and, uh, you know, puffins, and then one of them, you know, you buy one and they pour money into helping animals, you pick the puffins. I mean, that's a pretty broad stroke right there, but... <laughs> I mean, Quaker Oats is no General Mills. I mean, I think they need the money just as bad as anybody else. But, it, it, you know, it does bring up a good point that there there are, you know, these niche uh, brands that sort of have these cool little things that they do on the side. So it's not only do they produce a, a product that's good for you or it's kind of got those specialty ingredients that you're looking for or caters to a certain type of audience, but they add that extra layer of, of support for causes and i think that stuff is kind of neat because people want to be a part of it but you just don't have the time in your life to do anything that's how i feel it's like i'm all about you know supporting you know animals and stuff like that but i just do not have the time to go to the humane society and volunteer for 12 hours but if i can buy this cereal and they give you know zero point one 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 tenth of a percent i'm down yeah i mean it's actually the very very least that you could do it's the mm-hmm. it's the the least amount that you can do for anybody but that's what I mean, i'm all about the least you, you're voting with your dollars that's all and, and that's that's the american way the people have spoken and the puffin is the bird they love no. have you seen puffins before like puffin birds? Yeah, I've seen them yeah. at like a zoo or something. Sure. Yeah, I'm not, I'm awesome. not seeing them in the wild. You, you haven't been to the North Atlantic? Uh, I have not been to the North Atlantic, no. South Atlantic? I'm not quite sure where they live. North Atlantic. North, North Atlantic. Both the North Atlantic and the North Pacific. I like it's their a, beaks. Yeah, they're really cool. It, that that information is also in the box. I don't just have that like, you know, recall, but... That's just it's also in the box. Not only is Nick a 35-year-old man who watches Pretty Little Liars, but he's also a bird guy. I'm also a puffin fanatic. I am super into tiny birds with toucan beaks. I really love that. I like to go out to the bars at night. I'm at my rooftop bar with my parrot on my shoulder. <laughs> hey, what was that hipster place you took me to when we were there? Oh, which one? I took you to so many. It was like really so. There was a uh, there was a line, and it was like really dark, and it looked kind of steampunky. And you and I were the oldest people there. (laughs) Anyway, it would be awesome if you brought your bird to that place. (laughs) (laughs) That was the whole point of my question. Yeah, it would have been cool if I would have brought my bird my bird gag there. Let's give it a name. Let's call it Stewards. (laughs) Stewards. You should take your your uh, macaw over to Stewards, and you're that guy in like a wingback chair with the bird on your shoulder. Yeah, you're like hey, nice bird, and you're like, I rescued this bird. Can you? Oh, what? <laughs> what if people started getting an attitude about their birds, like they did about their dogs? This I, is a rescue bird. This is a rescue bird. I rescued this bird by paying. For, this this cost me sixteen box tops from Puffins, and I saved this bird. This bird is my bird. So what was the what was wrong with the bird? It was uh, hurt. It was hurt and I saved it. What was it hurt by? It was trapped. Why didn't it just fly away? It's a bird. This bird land this bird chose me. It landed on my shoulder one day. You don't know anything about puffins. You don't know anything about my bird, sir. <laughs>
I don't feel like we we gave Crunchy Corn Bran really the the respect it, it deserves. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sort of bookend this thing by saying this is a cereal that I really do remember eating as a kid. So I, I know we've talked about it. It but sounds my mom, like that you're trying to convince yourself more than that you're trying to convince me that I, I really did. I think I'm pretty sure that I really did eat this cereal. I no, didn't no, just no. make I'm, it up in my head. <laughs> no, I am telling you now, it's a really good cereal. I had it as a kid, and I it, when I look around online, it looks like its availability is probably limited by region, but it is available down here. And I did have it recently, and I mean, it is really good. It really is a good cereal. My mom was kind of a health nut when I was a kid, so we were very limited to the sweetened cereal that we could have. It is a good cereal. I highly recommend picking it up. I, I actually think it would be a good um, cereal for little kids, sort of the way they like Cheerios has really taken on this. It's like Cheerios is such a multi-level cereal, right? It's like it's catered to adults for the heart healthiness. Kids love it um, in their little snack bowl you can turn upside down and nothing falls out of, which blows my freaking mind every time <laughs> I see it. Um, so I think it's got that kind of potential. So I definitely recommend it. Uh, what, what do you think about Puffins, Nick? Puffins are great for the same thing. It's a great uh, snack. It's a good cereal that you can have that's healthy, that you can have like two bowls of in the morning and not feel guilty about having two bowls of. And uh, again, you're helping the puffins. And uh, why don't you want to help the puffins? Are you, do you hate birds? Do you hate adorable birds? Then, then, then don't choose puffins. But if you like adorable birds, puffins is the answer. I think two bowls of puffins in the morning? Uh, only if you work from home. <laughs> <laughs> that is a long commute. Two bowls of puffins. Whew. I just top it off with a twenty ounce coffee, right? Just, <laughs> just end it. Hey man, um, I, told, I told you the fiber was getting laid here. We're gonna, we're laying down that fiber, and that's how, that's, that's how we do it here. <laughs> you know, they've been talking about getting fiber down here, but um, where I'm at, I'm lucky to even have high speed internet. So. You're- you're lucky to even have a phone connection where you're at. You're like way out in the middle of nowhere. Well, you know, a couple of years ago, they came in and they swapped out my crank phone for a, a rotary <laughs> dial. So we're good. Yeah. It's I, like, for a while, I thought that you're only getting messages from like local collies, like uh, like Lassie would show up and like give you messages mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. I would actually have to call, um, call the switchboard and get any messages off the party line. <laughs> God, we just lost half our audience because they don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, it's it's like Mayberry down here. Yeah. This has been the Super Serial Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, uh, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. And if you want to toss us a rating on one of those platforms, uh, that would be awesome. Thanks. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr under Super Serial Podcast and on Twitter at Super Serial Pod. And, uh, you know, drop us a line, send us a message. And uh, thanks for listening to us talk about poop and puffins. <laughs> Part of our lifetime, our time life series. Cereals that make you poop. <laughs> Cereals that make you poop. I think we nailed it. Yeah. This is Paul. This is Nick. And this has been Cereals that make you go poo. <laughs> Cereals that make you go poo. Things that make you go poo. I mean, I could do that all night. I mean, that that's... Important.